So here's the thing, entrepreneurs, leaders, salespeople, we all want to create consistent, repeatable, and scalable ways to grow our business and our income. And we want to do it better, faster, and more seamlessly. Why? So we can actually enjoy our lives, take vacations, and spend the quality time we want with the people that we love. How do we do all this without spending a fortune or running ourselves ragged? That's the big question, and this show is dedicated to the answer. We're jumping in right now. So, Mark. Hey, Tom. For the people watching around the world and for all of our friends that are inside the room, so they have context why I revere you the way I do, the amount of people I've referred to you, how often you and I just get to talk as friends and talk about being dads and then talk about business and life. Give them just a little inkling of your background so they have context as we go into this whole branding discussion. Okay. Uh, real quick, I grew up in Brooklyn, New York. Great place to grow up in the 60s. Uh, you learn a lot about people having to make your way through subways and the streets. And that gave me a sense of um, how I can read and understand my surroundings, right? That influenced um, my desire to get into the world of advertising yes. and to shape messaging to help companies sell product. When I was at Young and Rubicam, I was mentored in the art of branding, which is like the next level above marketing. Um, and that's given me great purpose in my entire life to like help take whatever somebody envisions or imagines and make it possible. Yes. So there's a part of your story that I think is interesting. How many of you know the company Inman? Right, so Brad Inman, right, who sold that business. There was a time, and I say this with, with respect, there was a time like 15 years ago that going to an Inman conference was like going to a Grateful Dead concert, right? And that's because you and your partner were running it. And me and Brian. And you had all these interesting people showing up that had nothing to do with real estate, and you guys were trying to push the envelope the way I do. Yeah. And I, I very much modeled some of what I do today after what you guys were doing. And then today, you guys have this agency that has built multiple brands, and you've worked with the likes of Jill Biggs, my dear friend over here, and so many others. The, the marketing versus branding conversation is what we want to talk about. Yeah. You know me, I am a marketer through and through, but if you actually look at what I do, 80% of my push to the market is all branding. This whole thing is a brand experience. Yes. Yeah. And it's, it's free content, it's delivery, it's just giving so people create this identity and we want the same for them and it's not just, hey, shoot, shoot some more videos, but can you put the slides up? for my team that's watching out there. We put the slides up. So in typical Mark Davison style, I said, you have 30 minutes. He's like, great, I have 843 slides. Well, it's not easy to build a brand. It takes a lot, so, right? So I want to go to the central theme of your message, which is this. It is the difference between marketing and branding. So help them understand, because everybody inside this room is really good at marketing. They send out direct mail, they do email, they make phone calls, they do open houses. And it's very much about attraction, attraction, attraction. And it's why they're so wildly successful. And yet I told them before the break, you wanted them to stop. Yes. Well, to, to not stop completely. Okay, thank okay, you. But, but toggle down. But we're going to have that discussion and figure out what the right setting is. I actually don't want them to toggle down. I want them to toggle up their branding. Okay. Good. Maintain their yeah. marketing and then add more branding. So to you, what is the difference between the two? Marketing is the thing you do to sell whatever it is you're selling. 
Okay. Okay. And there are slides there that kind of depict, go back one slide. Marketing is transactional. You're trying to transact. Yep. So you recognize marketing because it'll have a direct response, call to action somewhere in it. You're trying to sell something. Branding is the thing you do that's transformational. It's, the, it's what you do to create believability around the marketing. So you need both. They're two sides of the coin. Okay. You can't just market, and this is my observation, is most of what real estate does is marketing. Yes. Branding is marketing, but it's a different side of marketing. So I want, I want to turn the branding side up a little bit more, okay. um, which may mean tamper down traditional direct response marketing, but we don't want to lose business as a result of that. Bingo. Okay. Can That's I just why do one thing? Can I do one thing? You can do whatever you want. I'm in the moment. I want to just take a second. Did you smoke weed before you got on stage? No. No. No, no, no. No, I don't do that. Uh, you do edibles? I, I don't do edibles. No, I, I, I vape at night. I do a vape at night. Is that weed? No, a weed. Yeah, weed. No, okay. Yeah. I just, uh, just wanted to clarify. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. No, so like, I'm in the moment. He's in the moment. I'm sorry. I want to just, if we could just all shout out an aloha to Peggy Lynn and Chris Spiker. They're in Maui. I love these two people. I don't think they made it. No. But they need our They're love. They now. need our joy. They need our grace. Aloha. Aloha to everybody in okay. Maui. Because like you said yesterday, you got to send love and grace. Yes. So, um, yes. Okay. Thank what, you. what was the question? Okay. The roadmap. The roadmap. Okay. So what so does this mean? I, I, what I wanted to do, because you had asked me to come here and to be somewhat provocative. I think I've always been provocative when yes. I've been on stage, but I got to think about it. You know, being provocative, it's one of two things. You're either deliberately angering people yep. or you're deliberately arousing people. So I like the latter. I want to like psychologically, intellectually arouse everybody. Um, and I want to start here because you've talked about this a lot. You've inspired me uh, at this level a lot, so I put this first, which is to have a purpose. If you're just getting into real estate to make money, that's great, make your money. But go back to that very first slide, how to become a brand powerful enough to be the market. You can't get there unless you actually have a purpose. If you have a purpose and you begin to share it through marketing and communication, and through the activation of your purpose, this is brand activation by a magnitude that I can't describe because I look out and I just see a sea of enlightenment. And in a world of real estate where there's not a lot of enlightenment, this is, this is your purpose, right? Yes. So like, I want to give you an example of what a brand purpose is. Next slide. This is Tomo. It's right on their homepage. They are sharing the... If you've read Simon Sinek, you know the, it's the, your why. why. I'm old school advertising branding. It's your brand purpose. If you have one, share it. If you have one, market it. So I shouldn't have on my, my landing page on my site, put in your address here. Uh, I don't believe you should. We do everything for everyone. That's completely, transa uh, that's completely transactional. There's nothing transformative about it. People want to be taken on a journey. Brands take people on a journey. Brands don't take people on their brand journey.
They take people on the journey the people want to be on. And that's getting inside their hearts and minds, tapping into what they want. Share, when you share your purpose, you're attracting people who have the same purpose in mind. So to be clear, and I can see the next slide, you can have an extraordinary brand and do attraction marketing like Harley Davidson. That's marketing. Buy my motorcycle, buy our motorcycle. You want to buy our motorcycle, and maybe you might buy a Harley, maybe you might look at other brands. Um, but this is what they do when they brand. They are literally creatively tapping into the storyline that their customer aspires to be or tells himself they are. And if you think about, and I've said this many times at your event, if you think about the brands that you uh, participate with, they make you feel a way about yourself that you don't when you don't use that brand. Yes. Like people would say, I would be caught dead using a Samsung phone or a Dell computer. Well, what does that mean exactly? That using the Apple makes you feel more fulfilled. This is how branding, this is how Harley does it. They're tapping into the rebel inside of their potential customer base. This is brand messaging. It's still marketing. Yes. I would like you to turn a little bit more of that up. I would say turn a so little bit you, of the marketing are you down. envisioning, and we see this oftentimes in social now, because we can do so much so fast, that people are starting to, to sort of talk about an experience versus just, like, let's be honest, guys, raise your hands. Do you need to go to another agent's site and see their listing on Instagram? I'll take I, that as a no. I don't. That, that, I unfollow those people. Yeah, that's what's happening. The, the invisible unfollow, the invisible negative sentiment around, this is the thing, and I'm going to change my tune a little bit. Okay. Because I've always been here, and I've always said, and people have caught me in the hallway to share their disagreement with me, that building a personal brand, in my mind, is not a thing. I understand that it's a thing. And I think that personal branding is an incessant amount of marketing around yourself. If you just tone that down a little bit and also share stories and branding around other people, then you, as a personal brand, might start mattering more because you are the conduit to telling my story. Your brand rises, your personal recognition rises, but what also rises up is the brand itself beyond just the person. Um, so the slide before that, Tom, just hit it back a second, is I think mass marketing is a big problem. Very few people segment their database. So what you send me is the same thing you're sending others. And I'm getting emails from some of you, I do, showing me a listing in Roanoke, Virginia. I, live in, I don't live there. I'm not interested in that. Uh, maybe I could, but your marketing doesn't even invite me. It's just saying just listed. So I think we need to stop mass marketing and start getting into personalized. That's how you build a stronger brand. This is like Seth Godin 101, right? You guys are so aligned on this. This whole thing is yeah. speak to me personally, personally, not just this pray and spray approach. It's hard. It it's is harder. Hard. It takes more work. But like go to this, these examples. Like that's the listing I'm talking about. Why am I getting it? I delete it. So now your marketing is coming at me and I'm just throwing it away. The other is an email I get from a vendor. Every year, he, he sends me the same email. Hey, let's get together at Inman. And I'm like, I told you last year, I'm not a, a realtor. I don't need to meet with you. And you're like, oh, yeah, right, I forget. That's not a good look for a brand. 
Brands don't go, oh yeah, I forgot. They know their customer and they send their customer things that their customer's interested in. Okay, so you know, here's a, just an example of like Spotify doing brand personalized marketing. They're using the data that they have collected from their customer and coming up with creative around it. Like every single real estate agent in this room is capable of doing this if you just start to increase the level of brand storytelling you do versus direct marketing. I would encourage you to write something down, please. I would encourage you to take every ounce of information you have on your clients, because we don't have past clients, we have clients, and your sphere, and I would upload it into ChatGPT, and I would literally say, tell me all the correlations, tell me all the connections, what do all these people have in common, Who, segment the groups that are different from others and tell me why, and then once I had that, I would literally say, okay, now tell me what's important to this group versus that group and tell me what the marketing message or the messaging should be, what's important to these people. And this is obviously going to be a very long file, but I'm literally going to break it down. And then if you will, you might want to then say, now convert this into that CSV file so I can put it back into my follow-up boss, my boomtown, my sync, and now segment it appropriately. ChatGPT can do that for you. Do you guys get that? I have an example. Okay, that was a zero response. Did you guys get that? Or are you still writing? No, they will in a second, because I have a slide where I did that. Okay, I love okay. it. All right. Uh, all right. Talk about this for a minute. We need to tone down our industry speak. We can talk industry speak to each other, because we know what those words mean. But we need to start to, to show them. increase. In this? Like, so... I got this in my email this week. These are charts and graphs of market data. Like why in the, this goes to you from your vendors. The bottom one comes straight out of KCM, which is an awesome report that you should all be getting from KCM, but you shouldn't be putting that in a newsletter because when you look at that as a consumer, you kind of freak out and don't know. Brands are not confusing. Brands speak plain English and tell good stories and make things simple. Um, I also just go back to that one slide a second, that one in the corner there, featured listing. That is realtor talk. People don't buy listings. They buy houses, they buy homes, and they buy other things I'm going to talk about in a second. Feature doesn't mean anything either. What is featured about it? So here's what I want to show you to do. I just took a moment and I wrote a headline, raw numbers to riches. I wrote a little blurb. I took all the data that my MLS or KCM sent me and I converted it into English and I put in a cool, like, fun, my kind of language, my brand speak, call to action. That's what I would send to my client. I also came up with a couple of headlines for like homes we represent, properties to call home, imagine living here. I want to liberate you from the chains of uh, generic marketing. Just listed. Just, just sold, sold like, price improvement, all the realtor speak that everybody does all the time that consumers have no idea what you're referring to. It's realtor speak. We have to eliminate it. I, I'm with you. This is not one of the points I'm And the consumer now knows on. that it's a listing, but they have no emotional connection to a listing. Yes. Your job as branders, if you're building brand, use brand language. 
come up with, listen, you could use ChatGTP to help you come up with some cool headlines. I don't, because like, I like to write my own, but I think that it's definitely something you could do. So Okay, hold on. Okay. I just uploaded, with permission, because he's a friend, Jay Abraham documented the 10,000 oh. greatest headlines of all time. Guess what I uploaded into Tom.ai? All the... All 10,000. Okay. So now, the next time you're on there, when you're beta and you're playing around with it, you could say, I have this property. This is what I'm doing. Please access Jay Abraham's 10,000 world's greatest headlines and create seven variations of headlines for me based on that. Now, if you... Can I add to that? Please. If you can add some of your own brand ingredients... Yes. ...to that, so it now understands you as an individual... So you need things like tone, voice, attributes, yes. personality, yes. The, the, the foundational framework of branding, which some of you have, but many of you do not, um, it would just make it even better. So like, just speak English. Think about, look at what you wrote and ask yourself, is this, is it, would somebody who knows nothing about real estate know what this is? And would it move them emotionally? Brands move us emotionally. You're already uh, going to the next so one. So this is the ladder of benefits. I want to have fun with this one, okay? There's rational benefits that marketing offers, and there's brand, there's emotional benefits that brand offers. So I took, go to the next slide, I took Febreze. Like we all know what Febreze is. And I just created like basic marketing language. All right, I'll read it to you because I don't know that you can see it. Their positioning is, or their marketing messages, Febreze is an American brand of household products that uses science to eliminate odors from our homes. Does that move anybody emotionally? Does it make you feel special using Febreze in your house? So that's marketing. Let me show you what branding Febreze could look like. Your home is your temple. When that temple is invaded by an ungodly stench, Febreze is the blessing that restores it to purity. Hey, it's Tom Ferry. Question, what's your favorite social media platform? Are you big on Insta? Do you love to tweet? No matter where you answer, I'd love for you to connect with me there. All you gotta do is just type in at Tom Ferry and follow and let's you and I connect. I wanna be able to deliver the right content, the right ideas, the ways to help you grow your business, stay fired up, keep moving, be in action and run plays that work and the platform that matters most to you. So subscribe and I'll see you there soon. That's brand writing. Well, okay. I mean, I can do that. You can do that with some chat GTP help. Or, or listen, liberate your marketing department to write like this. Because that gets, that gets a rise. Yes. Right? Branding gets a rise from people. Okay, but what about this? Stay over there. Okay. All right. So um, I don't really like to talk about myself that much at all. But like, I decided to do this to really sell you something on an idea. We all sell listings, and we use listings a lot, and we send people listings, and we take people to listings, and that's a listing. Um, I, I looked at that listing, and I bought that. But here's the thing. I didn't buy, I just bought this about two years ago, or a year ago. I didn't buy that. I want to show you what I bought. I bought a sunset. I, I live in like southern Arizona right now. That's what I bought. I bought the ability to see that every night. I bought a blank canvas home that I can completely remodel from scratch. When you start doing just listings and just souls, or you write stories about what you've just sold, write that, tap into what people are really buying, 
That's how you up the game on brand, personal brand, big brand. Tell people the story you know, you know your buyers and sellers, sell them that. Stay over there. Oh, okay. I will do whatever you tell me to do. I know, I love this. Okay. Um, you know, when I was a young man, uh, growing up in the ad agency world, uh, we were not tasked with writing advertising aimed at senior citizens. The idea of demographics and psychographics never played in to the world at Young and Rubicam or any other agency on Madison Avenue. I am still a firm believer that if we focus too much on demographics, we miss the bigger picture. And I've gotten a million calls from, well, not a million, that's exaggerating, but I got a lot of calls from clients who like, we want to target millennials. That is what they think they're targeting. Young people who are engrossed in their social world. That's not what millennials, I mean, there are a lot of millennials here. You run deeper than this. So I'm a big believer in targeting values and beliefs. If you guys ever like traveled somewhere, maybe here, and met somebody for the first time within minutes really connected and felt like you've known them your whole life, you're connecting on values. You you're feel like the same belief systems are being shared between you. When you can dial your marketing in to touch on what they really believe in beyond what you think they like, now you're not just targeting millennials, you're targeting anybody who shares the same beliefs and values. That's how you grow your business. So this is just, I did research. I actually use ChatGTP for this, as well as Google and other data metrics. These are the brands that millennials love. They're also the brands that boomers love. There are things in common that they radiate that we all share in common. If you market and brand around values and beliefs, you will grow your database of like-minded people so you don't ever end up with buyers and sellers that you don't want to work with. Right. Can I still stay there? You could do whatever you want. Uh, okay. Uh, um, <laughs> you, you gave me 46 slides. We have 14 seconds left. Okay. Okay. 14. No, we have eight minutes. Left. I know. Okay. Uh, what does this mean? We did this, this already, mean? but like, stop doing things by the numbers. Real estate has a checklist of stuff we need to do. I need to get this out and do this and do that. And you mentioned this, just sold, just listed. Like, that's, that does not show passion for your industry. How many of you really love what you do? Yeah, man. So show it. Like, show that passion. I know some of you here. And I know that you're doing it already, so you're already doing it. But I think we can all do a better job of just sharing our passion. So... Uh, Kate, who is one of our marketing, uh, our marketing and brand strategist, Thousand Watt, turned me on to this Instagram account. Uh, it's just a simple little, it's just an ex example of an agent who every listing, when they close, they do a celebration. And his Instagram feed is just filled with him celebrating their success getting the home that they wanted. This is a picture of him doing a remodel in it too. It shows his passion for what he does. I think to your point, all of the agents that are Instagramming listings and pictures of homes with no story behind them show no passion whatsoever. I did a study of the top 10 luxury real estate agents in Miami, in LA, and three or four other towns, and all their Instagrams were identical. 
high-definition drone photography, beautiful you know, magazine-level photography of the environments. But there's no passion in that. Anybody can do that. This is personal. That's branding. Love it. You okay, should next. call, hey, Mark, see that guy over there who's kneeling down? His name is Brad McCollum. He is a really... We chatted yesterday. Yeah. He yeah, owns a Gretsch White Falcon guitar, which I lust after. Yes. Uh, okay, I knew you guys would... Oh, and That's we awesome. were talking because he was... I disagree with you on personal brand. I go, really? Tell me why. And he tell, told me what he did, and I said, you built a personal brand. So it's possible. Yes. Uh, he so, did an amazing yeah. job. Yes. All right, um, let's get through a few more. Brands what does that mean? make promises. They create them, they make them, they keep them, and they over-deliver on it. Do you have a brand promise? Is there one thing you promise your clients that you can keep and then market around and brand around over and over again? We ask this when we do discovery with a new client. We ask them, what is the one thing that you can provide with certainty? What can you guarantee? FedEx has a guarantee. Other brands have a guarantee. You buy a product, you guarantee it's going to do whatever they're telling you it's going to do. To build a brand, to own the market, to be the market, which is what you wanted, I want that too for you, you need to create promises and market the promise because people will assign you to that promise and that's how you strengthen your brand. No, no brainer. Um, if you're gonna make a claim and a real estate makes a lot of claims, we're number one, we're the best, we're the brightest, we're the smartest, we're this, we're that. Okay, prove it. I rarely see proof yeah. We are listing specialists, but where's the page that breaks down your listing process? Where's the case study that you've written on how you took the listing and what questions you asked the seller around what they wanted and explained how you priced it and how you got them, what it is you're claiming. So if you're local and global, you just can't say it and slap it like a luxury portfolio logo on it. You need to tell the story of what that means. If you're number one, tell the story. If you know luxury, don't just say it. Explain it. Prove it. If you can prove your claim, it just makes everything that much stronger. Um, I took this slide from Tomo uh, just because I love their website. And I think as a young, new, innovative, trying to change the market, they, they have a high mountain to climb, right? They're doing branding the right way. They make a claim and then they show exactly on their website how they support that claim. They're creating proof. I think if you go to Tomo's homepage and look at that, you can copy. Just co don't copy and paste that, but create that format for yourself. That's a win. Um, next slide. To be a brand, to own the market, you can't be everything for everybody. You need to focus. Um, this was a broker site. They're proven solutions for all your real estate needs with a home search that I can get from Zillow. So they're giving the consumer the one thing the consumer doesn't need. They're saying this proven solutions for all your needs. Meanwhile, the one business that the broker always is in is in recruiting more of you. And there's no messaging of that whatsoever. There is no focus. So the way to get to focus is to create positioning. And if you know what positioning is, it's a statement. And the statement is made up of that formula right there. Your category, who you're for, what motivates them, how you ascend them, what the payoff is, like why they should give a shit uh, is why they should care. 
So I just wrote a positioning statement for REI, an equipment. They're just an equipment department store, but they have a strong belief system, and I created their positioning statement. It's hard to do for yourself, but once you're positioned, this becomes what you brand around. You tell those stories. You make promises around them. They have your purpose baked into it. Okay, but this is another one of those examples. I would take a photo of this right now, and sometime tonight, since it's now on your phone, I would go inside ChatGPT and I'd say, I'd like you to ask me the following questions and allow me to unpack a series of insights and then help me then take those answers and write my positioning statement. I've done this. I've done this exercise for multiple brokers, for multiple companies, startups that I'm involved in, where I'm like, this is the formula. We get these answers. You tell me your truth. And Jim will allow ChatGPT to give us 80 to 85%. And then you've got to massage it because it's not going to be perfect. But it gives you the answer. It gets you started. you got to find the You hate the that I'm telling him to do that? I, no, I love that. Okay. Um, because it's the other 15% that make me viable. Bingo. Okay. It's the other 15% that make every one of your marketing people in your firms viable. Yes. You need a starting point. Um, I think real estate guesses too much. It's just marketing. It's just throwing stuff out there. It's okay. You could throw stuff. Record, I was in music business for 21 years. Labels would pick a single off the album and think it's the single and throw it out on radio and see if it sticks. I think it's okay to do that, but I think it's more important to know. So like one of the things that we do, and our booth is back there, and many of you have been asking about the research that we do. Jason talked about it earlier. We're polling your consumers. We've been doing this forever. I used to poll consumers for the California Association of Realtors. I want to know what they care about in that moment, and then I can create marketing based upon what they care about. And when you do that, you're actually enhancing your brand because they get the marketing and they go, wow, I was just thinking about that. They're tapping into what I care about, what motivates me. Right. So no. Um, there's my, the next slide. I went to ChatGTP uh, and I asked Chat. okay, that one. I, said, I asked it a prompt, create a buyer persona, a consumer persona around somebody in a certain age group buying a home in a certain price range in Phoenix, Arizona, wherever I put this, Dallas, Texas. And what it provided, see, I do, this is what we do. And I looked at this and it was like 85% on the nose telling me who Jane is. And then I asked it, what does Jane care about most when buying that house? And it gave me a list of what Jane's concerns are. Now I know as a marketer, I have my marketing campaign strategy built out for the next year because I'm just going to market that and that only. Yes. Okay. Do I have a few more seconds? Yes. Okay. We're already late. Well, this is your, your show. I know. Uh, okay. I'm, I'm still the boss until my wife shows up. All right. Exactly. It's I love you, honey. On topic, off topic, I would say temper down, but this is where I want to take a bigger leap. Stop off topic marketing. Stop conversational marketing. It's insane, okay? I got this in May, May Gardening Tips and Tricks. It was a whole email with six gardening tips. I went to the bottom of it because I thought it was like from Ace Hardware or something where maybe there's a coupon. I, it, this was sent to me by the mortgage, my mortgage guy. You know which mortgage guy? The guy that wrote the loan on my high-rise inner city condo. So why is he sending this to me? I don't garden. I don't live in a garden. I don't have any dirt anywhere near me. 
off topic, you know what I did, Tom? I unsubscribed. Yes. Because what this said to me is, mortgage isn't important. My knowledge around mortgage isn't important. He's no longer interested in talking about mortgage. So back to Jason's slides in the, in the prior talk, why sellers leave agents and hire another agent is you went off topic. You were reaching and taking bad gambles, trying to build something around your persona that's not your business. It's not what they know you for. Stay on topic. So I want to tell you this quick little story. My doctor, my cardiologist, and if you look up cardiologists in any city, it'll give you a list of 50 cardiologists. None of them are brands. He wasn't a brand either, but this dude saved my life. Uh, and a few years after he saved my life, he came to me and said, I need to be bigger. I, I, there's something missing in my business. And I said, stop calling your company by your name because it's too personal and stop making Instagram and TikToks about your wife and your kids and your private life. Talk about health, talk about what you do. So he went ahead and changed his name from Dr. Jack Wilson to the natural heart doctor, because that's what he is, a natural heart doctor. And every single, this is him in Costa Rica catching a fish and talking about the health benefits of eating wild fish. This is him in Costa Rica doing squats with a watermelon and talking about the health benefits of watermelon. No more wife, no more kids. Natural Heart Doctor is becoming a global brand. He did this in a couple of years. He went from personal Jack Wilson to this big, massive thing. Um, this is his assistant, his health nutritionist, doing TikToks on ways to increase your... Stay on topic all the time. I have this running joke. Uh, Steve Harney put out the slide on... Uh, real estate wins is the best real If I really cared so much about the dream of home ownership, I would wear this T-shirt at every listing, at every open house. This would be my mantra, my slogan. What I brand around constantly is selling that vision. I'm not saying to do that, but like if you wear, if you are your brand, wear it on your sleeve, wear it on your marketing. Okay, last few slides. Uh, Servicing the customer, we're all servicing customers, right? We have an autoresponder and we'll get back to you within 24 hours. I think if you want to build a brand to own the market, you need to really sit down with your team and craft something called customer service. Uh, there's a company in Pasadena, Eva Lynn. They have somebody in charge of customer service who develops programs to create a beyond belief over deliver of expectation to consumers. I think there's a whole world, and you gotta build it from your brand. So once you know where your brand lives as an archetype, as a being, as a personality, you can develop things that would be extensions of it. That's hey Mark, a big thing. Before I go to the next yeah. one, a friend of mine in the room from Austin, Texas, her name is Lisa Munoz, and I, I, I'm assuming Lisa is somewhere inside the room. She texted me yesterday. Lisa has a person on her team that her title is Care Bear. Okay. That all she, you remember Care Bears? You guys remember? Yeah. Like all she does is just spout love from her chest at all of their clients. And last year, Lisa and her team, they had 97 closed transactions from referrals that Care Bear just spouting out the love and the ambitions and the dreams of how they operate. And if you didn't listen to the podcast, all of you should go back and listen to it because she broke down the entire strategy. But that to me is like customer that's care. That's branding. That's branding, right? Versus just, I'm going to send this email, which we're going to do. 
We're going to do. We're going to do the 100 days. I'm on that page. We're going to do that. But we also want to do more. Okay, last message, and then we got to wrap it up. Uh, Okay, you can't stagnate. you got to reinvent. I think your call to action is every 18 months. Yes. Okay, I think that's a good number. Every 18 months, you need to look at your color palette. You need to look at your identity. I know there's an expense in changing your signs, but things trend out, especially if you don't really engineer your brand messaging to like a, like a deep science level and you're just kind of doing it or you got some graphic designer playing around with it. Every 18 months, you need to perfect it and upgrade it. You need to look at your service proposition. The world of real estate during COVID is different than the world of real estate now. Yes. And it's going to be different 18 months from now. So I think this constant track of taking your team and reinventing yourself is massive. Um, all right, we can do the last slide. Just wrap it all in beautiful stuff. Just make it beautiful. So this last slide is, that's beautiful design. That's beautiful branding. When those signs hit the yard, people stop and take pictures of it. You can create Instagram moments with your branding if you take that leap and do it right. That's my speech. That's my time. I went a little over. I love you. Uh, I, I love you. you. Did you guys get some you. value out of this? Okay, so you deserve that. All right. Thank you, Jim. Thank you, Jill. Um, I'm going to put you on the spot. For all my clients in the room, what if I told you he's now an adjunct professor at Tom Ferry, meaning he does some one-on-one coaching right through us, right? So many of you have taken advantage of this. Uh, if they want to learn more about you, you're going to be out there for the next whatever Oh, yeah, my tomorrow. booth is back there with uh, Natasha and Kate, who many of you met. Yes. I'll hang out there. But, like, how they sign up for that, I really don't know. I, well, how about just give them your email? I don't know either. Oh, okay. Yeah, I how can, can do they, that. How can they reach you? They wanted to reach you. Oh, I'm easy to reach. Mark, M-A-R-C, 1000watt.net. Um, and just come back to the booth, and I'll, I'm happy to hand you my cell number. Yes. And, yeah, I'm easy. And, and you have been so generous with, like, so many of my clients that have interacted with you, and I know I'm just you. giving you back what you've given me, man. Thank you, thank man. You, you. All right, let's give my friend Mark a giant round of applause and a thank you. That was awesome. If you want more information about this episode, including my show notes, mentions, links, and everything else, make sure you visit tomferry.com slash podcast. That's tomferry.com slash podcast. Thanks again and talk to you soon.